Монголын дуу хоолой радио ярьж байна. The Voice of Mongolia in English is speaking. Welcome to the Voice of Mongolia in English, which comes to you from Ulaanbaatar, the capital city of Mongolia. This half-hour transmission can be heard in Southeast Asia at 900 UTC on 12085 kHz and in Europe at 1430 UTC at 12015 kHz shortwave. You can also visit our website at www.vom.imen/en and listen to an online version of our daily broadcast. Hello and welcome to the Voice of Mongolia. In this episode, we will bring you the latest news, followed by a music break, and the second episode of series titled Mongolia in 13th Century: The Rise of the Great Empire. Stay tuned as we embark on this exciting exploration of the past. But first, let's look at the news. Here is the news. Railway cooperation meeting in progress. Online consultative meeting of the member countries of the Organization for Cooperation of Railways started on February 26th. As a member, the management staff of Ulaanbaatar Railway, joint venture company of Mongolia, participated in the meeting. During the online meeting, the participants discussed the freight volume of 2024 and consulted on the development of its implementation measures. Specifically, the volume of export, import, and transit freight is being discussed in each type of freight, and the relevant railway organization will reach a mutual agreement and include in its protocol to ensure its implementation. Representatives from Mongolia, Afghanistan, Belarus, Vietnam, Iran, Kazakhstan, China, and the People's Republic of Korea, Turkmenistan, and Uzbekistan are participating in the meeting, while the Republic of Korea attends as an observer. The online meeting will continue until March 1st. Mongolia and the Republic of Korea agreed to increase flight frequencies. Air carriers designated by Mongolia can conduct nine flights a week between Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, and the Busan, the Republic of Korea, which means the Ulaanbaatar-Busan route will now operate three additional flights per week. Also, it is now possible to operate flights from Incheon. Kumpo and Busan to five local destinations of the Republic of Korea without seating restrictions, with a frequency of 15 per week. The representatives of aviation regulatory agencies of Mongolia and South Korea held air talks in Seoul and signed a memorandum of understanding during the meeting. As the government of Mongolia has declared 2024 as the year of supporting regional development. The memorandum will provide a strong impetus for the development of regional tourism. 
In previous talks, the air transport regulatory authorities of the two countries had agreed that the flight frequency was set concerning the seating capacity of the aircraft. However, this time, two parties have agreed to remove the size limit for aircraft departing from regional airports or except on the route Ulaanbaatar-Seoul, which has previously restricted seating capacity to 200. The changes are significant for the economic and tourism partnership of the two countries. Mongolia prioritizes regional development. The government of Mongolia has declared 2024 as the year to support regional development. To achieve the goal, several measures have been taken, including conducting the 2024 parliamentary election in zonal constituencies, the division of IMAX into six regions, and the construction of five ring roads connecting IMAX centers to the border ports. In an effort to promote regional development, Prime Minister of Mongolia, Oyung Erdin, has held the first meeting in several places in Ulaanbaatar. Parliament Speaker of Mongolia on an official visit to Kyrgyzstan. At the invitation of the Parliament Speaker of Kyrgyz Republic, Norlambek Shakayev, Chairman of the State Great Coral of Mongolia, Zandan Shatar, is on an official visit to the Kyrgyz Republic. During the visit, two heads of the parliament will hold official talks and exchange views on the relation between Mongolia and Kyrgyzstan, cooperation between the two parliaments, and the issues of mutual interest. Also, the parliament speaker of Mongolia is to pay courtesy call on President of the Kyrgyz Republic, Sedir Japarov, and hold a bilateral meeting with the chairman of cabinet of ministers of Kyrgyzstan, Akilbek Japarov. The purpose of this visit is to maintain the frequency of high-level dialogue between Mongolia and the Kyrgyz Republic, deepen the mutual trust, strengthen cooperation between legislative bodies, enhance the legal basis of relations, and expand collaboration between parliamentary friendship groups and the parliament secretaries of the two countries. Mongolia to partner with the UNICEF for digital transformation in the healthcare sector. Minister of Digital Development and the Communications of Mongolia and the UNICEF representative to Mongolia signed the Plan for the Country Program 2023-2027. One of the program's five key initiatives will focus on supporting digital transformation in the healthcare sector. It will involve shifting key documents such as prenatal care records, outpatient medical records, insurance information, prescriptions, imaging results and appointment bookings, vaccination records, to electric formats. The transition of seven paper services to digital will streamline process, reduce costs and alleviate the burdens on hospitals. The e-leader project is also include the plan to enhance the public e-skills. Aligning with the policy of fostering universal digital literacy, these efforts will focus on implementing programs in health, education and child protection. The UNICEF will fund 607,000 US dollars to programs dedicated to health, education and child protection sectors in Mongolia. That's for the news and let's take a music break.
ترسم درگن سرم شم نور منسم اون گفت نرم شینی تو سدگه من تموزه خوبلا سرگت چنی تو Now.
Welcome back to the Voice of Mongolia. Let's check out the second episode, Decoding the Enigmatic Path to Greatness for Chinggis Khan. Timuchin's world revolved around family ties, where strength and trust determined the power in this vast steps. Personal identity, birthplace, and the lineage carried immense significance. Fortunately, the future Genghis Khan was born into a privilege as the son of powerful tribe leader, marking him as the noteworthy figure. Timujin's promising future was evident from childhood, owing to his influential lineage. However, a significant turn of events occurred. The vast steppes were marked by continuous competition among nomads for pastures and resources, leading to frequent inter-tribal conflicts. Tragically, one such conflict resulted in the poisoning of Chinggis Khan's father by a Tatar tribe. Despite being born into a chief's family, Timujin faced a harsh reality after his father's death. His entire clan scattered, becoming displaced under a new leadership. Stranded and unsupported, the young boy found himself practically alone, navigating the unforgiving steppe. And yet, Temujin knew that despite his prominent lineage, he deserved more, but fate had dealt him a tough hand. On the other hand, he saw through a shell of promises of family loyalty, realizing that the idea of we don't live our own was often just an empty talk. Looking ahead, Chinggis Khan made a deliberate choice to form his inner circle based on merit rather than a kinship or origin. This strategic decision became evident of his recruitment of Ziv, one of the most outstanding Mongol generals. Prior to joining Chinggis Khan's service, Ziv had been on opposing side, nearly taking the Khan's life during the battle against Tajut. Despite this, Temujin, appreciating Ziv's unparalleled archery skills, evaluated talent over past conflicts. He welcomed Ziv into his ranks, a move that paid off as the Ziv later played in a pivotal role in conquering vast territories in a service to Chinggis Khan. Many notable figures such as Subede, Mukhulda and Ziv have left their mark on the military history. The Mongols' tactics were characterized by the unique fusion of cunning strategies and remarkable boldness. The general frequently display a bold and inventive approach, often praised as being people without power in a commendable manner. This phrase encapsulates their ability to think beyond traditional boundaries, employing unconventional and ingenious tactics that left an enduring mark on military strategy. The wars may have forged a colossal empire, 
but Temujin dedicated his life not merely to a military conquest, but to a paramount goal, uniting the desperate steppe tribes. In doing so, he laid the ideological groundwork, challenging the conventional belief that kinship was the foremost priority. According to Genghis Khan's vision, the crucial figure in Mongol's life wasn't necessarily the father or older brother, who traditionally led the clan. Instead, it was Genghis Khan himself. The shift in focus reflects a profound change in perspective, emphasizing loyalty and allegiance to a unified Mongol identity under the leadership of Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan is frequently depicted as a historical figure linked to extreme brutality, but a nuanced perspective allows us to understand his actions without categorizing him as a madman. While he could seek vengeance, there is no evidence of sadistic tendencies in his character. Despite the use of harsh methods like boiling prisoners or pouring silver into their eyes, Genghis Khan's actions were guided by clear motivations, often tied to strategic objectives. The notion of using silver in torture appears dubious, as a typical Mongol would not squander such a precious metal. Similar to other poor nations, the Mongols were clever, considering their wealth mostly in horses. Horses served many important roles, providing food in tough times, reliable transportation, and carrying supplies. Mares were especially vital offering a milk for immediate use or an alcoholic beverage called erg, also known as fermented mare's milk. Even the curds from this milk could be used for substance, showing the practical use of resources in the nomadic Mongol way of life. In situations of food scarcity without resorting to sacrificing the horse, the Mongols demonstrated resourcefulness. They would cut the horse's neck to consume its blood until a proper meal could be found. When a horse had to be slaughtered for its meat, the Mongols turned its joint and limp into glue, crucial for making bows. This glue held together some parts of the composite Mongolian short bow. Additionally, the bones were repurposed for crafting fish hooks and other essentials. This resourceful use of every part of the horse highlighted the practical ingenuity of Mongolian nomadic lifestyle. It is often overlooked that Genghis Khan devoted his life to regional affairs, especially the unification of tribes. Temujin was lucky to be born during a period when the steppes experienced increased humidity, resulting in a lush grass that supported the cattle growth and the subsequent rise in the steppe population. This period brought a temporary boost in the steppe ecosystem. However, it also intensified conflicts among nomads due to growing population. The interplay of these factors provided the backdrop for Genghis Khan's intricate journey in uniting tribes amidst the dynamic and ever-changing landscape of the steppes. The greatness of Genghis Khan can be attributed to various factors, 
and preconditions that played a crucial role in his rise to power and the success of the Mongol Empire. So throughout this tale, we can conclude nomadic lifestyle and military tradition. The nomadic lifestyle instilled in him and his people a strong sense of adaptability, mobility and horsemanship. The Mongols had rich military tradition that emphasized archery, cavalry tactics and the warfare skills which were essential for succession in the vast depths of Central Asia. Leadership Qualities Genghis Khan demonstrated exceptional leadership qualities, including strategic vision, charisma, decisiveness, and the ability to inspire loyalty among his followers. He was able to unite the various Mongol tribes under his leadership. Meritocracy and Loyalty Genghis Khan implemented a meritocratic system within the Mongol military, promoting individuals based on their skills and achievements rather than their social status or lineage. This fostered loyalty among his warriors and ensured a capable and disciplined army. Adaptability and Innovation Chinggis Khan was known for his adaptability and innovative military strategies. He constantly sought new tactics, technologies and methods, incorporating ideas from various cultures into the Mongol military machine. Economic Policies Genghis Khan implemented policies that promoted trade, commerce and economic stability within the Mongol Empire. This allowed for the accumulation of wealth and resources that could be used to support the military and administrative apparatus. Diplomacy and Alliances While Genghis Khan was a formidable military leader, he also understood the importance of diplomacy. He strategically formed alliances within certain tribes and nations, creating a network of support that enhanced the Mongol overall strength. Administrative Reforms Genghis Khan implemented administrative reforms that contribute to stability and efficiency of his empire. He established a code of laws, promoted religious tolerance, and organized the empire into a well-structured administrative system. Communication and Logistics the Mongols were known for their excellent communication and logistics systems. Genghis Khan implemented the messenger and postal system, the Yam, which allowed for rapid communication across the vast territories of the empire. Technological advancements The Mongols adopted and adapted various technologies from different cultures, including Chinese siege weaponry and the Persian engineering techniques, enhancing their military capabilities. Legacy and Succession Planning Genghis Khan laid the groundwork for the continued success of the Mongol Empire by implementing effective succession planning. He established a system where his descendants continued to lead, ensuring stability and continuity. It is important to note that Genghis Khan's greatness was shaped by this combination of those factors, and his leadership and the unique circumstances of his time played a crucial role in the rise and success of the Mongol Empire. When Timuchin completed the consolidation of the tribes and decided to expand into China, he was around 40 years old. 
1205, the Kurulte officially declared him as Genghis Khan. This title essentially signified him as the most important person among all the tribes. At that time, turning 40 was uh, considered akin to being grandfather, typically signaling a time for retirement. However, Genghis Khan's story was just the beginning after he assumed the leadership of the old tribes. And with that, we conclude our second episode, decoding the enigmatic path to greatness for Genghis Khan. Be sure to join every Wednesday for a new episode. This is your host Bumblebee and I'll talk to you next time. That's the end of the program, which comes to you from Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. The Voice of Mongolia provides half-hour transmission to Southeast Asia at 900 UTC on 12.085 kHz and in Europe at 14.30 UTC on 12.015 kHz shortwave. 
You can also download the phone application MNB Radio and listen to all the programs of Voice of Mongolia. Your emails and letters are most welcome with your feedbacks and detailed reception report. Please either email them to vom_en at yahoo.com or send them to the English section The Voice of Mongolia, CPO Box 365, Ulaanbaatar 13, Mongolia. Thank you for listening. Bye.